What's up, Guerrilla Social Workers? Welcome to the Guerrilla Social Work Podcast with special guest host, Lilu from The Fifth Element. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's just Jeff Moore. And of course, yours faithfully, Mace Warren. Jeff and I are both licensed clinical social workers who specialize in providing forensic psychotherapy to clients involved in the criminal justice system. We truly enjoy the work that we do, and we love sharing our stories and insights with you. Thank you so much for your ongoing listenership and subscriptions. Hey, speaking of which, shout out to Leah Mullen and Erica Jung for subscribing. That really helps us reach a bigger and bigger audience, and we thank you for your support. What about the rest of you? It's weird. You're listening. You haven't given us a five-star rating or subscribed. Just take a second and do that. Awesome episode today, guys. This episode, Jeff and I sit down with Arlo Gagestein. Oh, yeah, that's his real name. Arlo is a certified strength and conditioning specialist, licensed massage therapist, and owner of Competitive Edge Fitness in Ogden, Utah. He trains tactical athletes, fighters, climbers, and others whose safety depends on their ability to perform in any circumstance. Arlo recently held a charity event to raise money for Operation Underground Railroad, a nonprofit organization dedicated to ending human trafficking. Thanks again for showing up, guys. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Welcome, ladies right. and gentlemen, to the stage, Arlo. Dude, can you can you imagine? Like, I've been working on my my uh, d- DJ for a strip club voice. Let's hear it. Right? If you if you were saying, "Hey, folks, a lot of shooting and killing out there." Welcome to the stage, Arlo. <laughs> but if you were if, if you were a stripper though, and your name was Arlo, I mean, like Arlo Gagestein, That's a pretty cool. That sounds like a Marvel <laughs> supervillain, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. not. A, but if you if you had a if like you were because normal what are a stripper? You can't even say stripper anymore. Um, a, a, a dancing professional, I believe, is the dancing. Term. Pro- yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so is that same as like if you were calling like a ballerina? It'd be the same thing. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So dancing professional. Yeah, it's just a umbrella. Exotic term. dancing professionals. There you go. Okay. There we go. That narrows it down. Like if you think about. Traditional names for exotic dancing professionals. Arlo. It, I usually think of like Jade, right? And Mercedes. Mercedes. Mercedes, Mercedes yeah. Sasha, you know, mm. stuff like that. We have a stage name, but not. I've never heard Arlo, so I'm just saying that might be a new trend that we're going for. Yeah. It's a way to open up a po- What do you think, man? Uh, yeah. 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 For for a podcast where we're going to talk about sex trafficking, that's, well, I'm really that's good. That's the at, perfect intro. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good Let's at, talk really about good strippers. I'm really yeah. good at segues. Yeah. And I feel like being a like a sex offender therapist and then going to a DJ at a strip club, like it's not much, or it's not even a strip club anymore. It's an exotic dance warehouse. establishment. <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not too much. It's t- not too much difference, right? right. Okay, yeah. So that's why you've been working on your voice. I've I've, I've been doing a pretty decent job. That's so nice. yeah, nice. yeah. Well, what about what's up with you, dude? How you feeling today, Jeff? Just I made got it. His, he got his he's triple vax now, right, dude? The trip vax. The second shot floored me, and uh, 
So I, yeah, I got the shot yesterday at 4 PM. This is the third shot, the booster mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. And I was predicting the same. And I was just like, Arlo and I were just training uh, some jujitsu this morning and it was starting to kick. And I, I was legit doubting I was going to make it here. Uh, really? but it, yeah, it didn't get as bad as it didn't get nearly as bad as last time, but mm-hmm. I'm not feeling awesome. Do you, do you know what happened when I got my third shot and my second shot? Nothing. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. You got it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice uh, any difference. You probably got like the 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 placebo. Oh, yeah. so this is a uh, uh, clinical trials. Yeah. We're in the middle of clinical trials <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah, that ma- that makes perfect sense. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling all right though. Okay, yeah. it's probably a ginger thing, is what I would it can suspect. Be. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you want to tell people why our, our distinguished guest is here for the second time? By yeah, the way. yeah. This is a return. Repeat. Yeah. So, a couple weeks ago, Arlo, and I'll let you, I'll let you talk about this, dude. But right. yeah, uh, either way, you can talk about it. Too. Okay. Well, I'll just kind of give the brief <laughs> intro. So there's a there's an organization that. Uh, designed to shut down sex trafficking and that's that's been something that's been pretty pretty uh you know close to your your interest is something that's been it's fired you up like the last few years and so yeah arlo put on this event where we did like a fundraiser i guess hauling hauling vehicles across the salt flats to create a spectacle to get money yes. to shut down sex trafficking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to, you want to actually jump in? Like maybe, maybe jump off. Well, actually, so here's, here's the thing. Jump in or jump off, jump, or jump out, jump back. <laughs> the, yeah. The, like it'd be good to go over the sex trafficking stuff, but I mean, I, I think it's necessary to kind of come back to your wheelhouse of, uh, you know, exercise and what you do. Okay. You know, uh, cause you're, you're not just an anti sex trafficking dude. You're also a meathead. Right, and I right. Wanna, I want to make sure that that gets uh, out in the open. <laughs> okay. Dude, actually, Mace, let me let me tell you, uh, Arlo is the the pumpkin apocajit twenty twenty one tournament champion. <laughs> oh wow, pumpkin apocajit. Yeah, pumpkin apocajit. Uh, it's a it's a yearly. It's an we didn't do it last year. It's an annual tournament that combines strongman events using pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Big pumpkins mm-hmm. and also jujitsu. So, dude, so typically, can you believe how big pumpkins can get? My, dude, pretty big. Bro, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't. I look at them sometimes. I'm like, that's as big as a car, man. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's huge. And then they get uh, like really oddly shaped too. I mean, the like, big ones get weird shaped. Yeah, yeah, mutant yeah, yeah. pumpkins. So like, they, yeah, they don't. They're not. They're no longer symmetrical. You know, they no. mutate and then they get all like. Why is that? Why do they get bigger and they just start to look all weird dude it's like the, I think the stru- they start to weigh so much oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah the structure of the pumpkin yeah. can't like support the weight it's a heft right yeah 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 but it's it's a uh, every year he puts it on in, in a Was second it just you two it's an yeah it's just us and i got second <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice yeah. work yeah yeah, it's it, it's fun. Uh, We've been doing it every year, and it, Ar- Arlo always has these crazy ass tournament ideas. Uh-huh. Um, Pumpkin Apocalypse has probably been the most consistently returned. Yeah, so, right, like, right. it'll be like picking up a giant pumpkin and running with it for time. Uh, we we've had events where we're hanging off cargo nets with a blowgun, like shooting <laughs> pumpkins. Yeah, just yeah, all kinds of 
silly stuff. All skills you would need for the apocajits. Yeah. 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 yeah, for yeah sure. Just in case. Yeah. 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 And then jujitsu tournament like at the end of it. Little pumpkins? Those little like really hard oh, ones. Oh, any, any size. Tell, tell me some Dude, of the events. Like, those are like rocks. <laughs> those would hurt. Tell so, me some of the events. I mean, there's there's usually some sort of weapon involved. Mm-hmm. We've used ninja stars at pumpkins. Mm. Throwing knives. Oh, Have we not, done throwing, throwing knives? knives? Not at people though. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Well, <laughs> this year we 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 made slings out of t-shirts and threw pumpkins. Like David and Goliath. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't even know. We built one a, one time. We carried Atlas stones up to the top of a tall box and dropped them on pumpkins. Oh that yeah, was, it was that for was who got awesome. the biggest splatter. Yes. <laughs> yep. Have you yeah, built yeah. a uh, pumpkin catapult yet? No. Oh, twenty twenty two. Yep, twenty twenty two. Yeah, for sure. That seems like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never built built a trebuchet myself, but I mean, like, look at you with the French word, right? I just they they seem like. I don't know. They seem like logistical nightmares. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't have the smarts yeah, to make yeah. one of those. I'm sure you can look it up on, like, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How to build a catapult. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guarantee Or it. we can just wing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The question yeah. what you do with it after. Like, it's good for the one. Catapult. Yeah, it's good for one thing, throwing pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, Probably mean, burn it. Uh, yeah. I would <laughs> burn it, yeah. <laughs> Put it out with yeah. pumpkins. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Uh, Okay. But yeah, tournament champ for this tournament year. Tournament champ. Well, yeah. congrats, brother. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next year we'll have three people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, so uh, back to uh, what. So you're. you're what, Explain the Operation Underground yeah, yeah, Railroad. Yeah. So, okay. So mm-hmm. Operation Underground Railroad started here in Utah, I believe. Tim Ballard, the founder, he was a, uh, a special agent with Homeland Security. And he realized that there was a need that he couldn't do, like he couldn't meet the need because of his government position. There were things that that needed to be done that he couldn't do as long as he was part of the government. Um, and he was working in sex crimes, but he he uh, got the blessing of his boss to, to branch out on his own to leave his gover- government position mm-hmm. and start Operation Underground Railroad to... To basically go and rescue people, uh, sex trafficking victims. And, and he does like the the actual kicking down doors side of it. Uh, or, or did. I don't, he did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anymore. So, so typically, I think a lot of their... So all of their... Sorry. Um, <laughs> I know what I'm about to say. Anyway, so they work in a lot of different countries. They're mm-hmm. in something like 28 countries or something like that that, oh, they've, wow. that they've operated in Started as well in as Utah, domestically. Right. Oh, so, cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so a lot of their overseas stuff, they have they have jump teams or op teams that, that will set up raids. And typically they will have people that pose mm-hmm. as consumers that will go in attempting to buy children so that they can identify the victims, identify the traffickers. And then in the middle of the, in the middle of the transaction, then the guys will come in and and arrest the the traffickers. So like, like buy a child. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do they go for? I mean, like, how does that work? I don't know for sure. So, I mean, there, there are definitely children (laughs) that are, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, which is ridiculous, right? Yeah. I mean, it sounds, it sounds, I mean, I'm not trying to make light of it. It sounds like so absurd 
that that even is that, it is. that even could happen. It is like, yeah, a, like a human having a so price in, tag in for one of their, their body. In, well, this okay. So like, if you think about this, like the first, if you think about like more of a commercial view of it, or I guess like maybe a dramatized view of it, is like this sounds like Taken, right? With Liam Neeson, yeah. right, 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 and yeah. like I mean that. Well, that's Be- legit. Well, right. What I'm saying is, is like people had like their little bidding things, you know? Yeah. Like, wasn't that right. Right. Yeah, like yeah, homeboy yeah. was like bidding on all yep. the, mm-hmm. and I was like, but it sounds like to some degree that really happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think there's, there's a variety of different ways that it happens. Some are like, they, they sell them for sex and, and from a business standpoint, they can sell the product over and over and over and over and over again. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like drugs oh. where they sell it and it's gone. It, they can sell it and then they can sell it again and then mm-hmm. they can sell it again. And so it's it's the largest, like the fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world is human trafficking. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and then, is it uh, just sex? I mean, or did No, it... no, there's there's forced labor as well. Okay. Um straight up chattel slavery. Yeah, absolutely. AKA yep. slavery. But that but yeah. there are also like one of the documentaries, the first one of the first documentaries that Operation Underground Railroad did mm-hmm. highlighted one of their operations where where they were literally going to buy a child, um, like to take home or, or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it was like 10,000 was the quoted price, $10,000 for a child. Oh, and okay. then, and then they upped it when, when it came time, then it was 12,000 or 15 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but now, now this would be like, so, so these, cause I've, you know, you've heard of like sexual tourism. People will, right, right. you know, mm-hmm. you know, us citizens will fly over to Thailand or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And, and so like there's kind of the one off, you know, like like a one time thing, but that you can like there's people that are actually buying yes. children. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like a I don't even know what to call it, like a, a brothel, but that sounds horrible considering they're kids, but like whatever that whatever the actual term is. Right, right. But but like so they have like their so it's like a legit slave. They they yeah, you can yeah, t- for twelve thousand dollars you like people can go and pick up a child and it and, and, it's, and it's theirs, theirs. and it's theirs yeah i don't think yep. i realized that yeah that it's is pretty that, wild that is that is so bonkers that that even exists so and and I the mean, united states you... is absolutely the biggest consumer really like yep i mean globally, how do you... globally it's us it's the, the, it's the, the biggest people consumer? that go yeah 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 how do you though yeah. um what? i mean how do you like okay, so I just uh, I know Jeff, you watch you watch Squid Game, right? Yeah. Arlo, did you partake? Arlo doesn't seem like a Squid Game type. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, yeah. he's probably he's a pure man. Uh, I yeah. know he's probably yeah. saving some infant or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, get him. Yeah. <laughs> Two idiots. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about like so towards the end there, right? Those dudes with those diamond masks or whatever come in and mm. watch these people kill each other and i'm like spoiler alert oh yeah <laughs> dude i don't believe it like it, it, just keep going within two hours of that thing premiering that's a spoiler yeah, alert. that's the, that's the only grace period you i got. just wanted to be that guy that said spoiler yeah, yeah, alert yeah, yeah. i don't think i've ever used I that love, i love shows that are like 80 years old spoiler alert yeah <laughs> what for porkies yeah, yeah. <laughs> porkies <laughs> Yeah. And her boobs came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. spoiler. Um, yeah. So, like, I, uh, uh, I mean, how, how do you? I mean, like, so do you just get money and then people just gravitate towards you and say, "Hey, well, I got some stuff." I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you can't right, just right. Google how yeah, to buy yeah, a child. Like, I'm, I, I'm wondering what are the. I have no idea. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd, I'd be curious I, to I've talk heard to. About that. How do the networks 
develop over time. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. I mean, I, I know I'm, I have a pretty good sense when we, when we think about like our clients who have, uh, you know, downloaded and consumed child pornography. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a method of going about that, that, you know, it, I don't know, anybody with enough initiative could figure it out. This seems above and beyond though. Cause you're talking about right. an actual human that yeah. you can contact. Effects. Right. Right. Yeah, it's also yeah. going to cost money. So I know, I, mean, I know, and it's probably internationally as well, but I know domestically like Facebook and, and social media, Instagram, Snapchat, that kind of thing. Um, traffickers will actually, they'll, they'll identify potential vulnerable children and start to groom them and offer them things, new things and, and stuff. And eventually it, it turns into to kids sending nude pictures or mm-hmm. something to that can they can be exploited with later or threats to their family or whatever to to eventually like meeting up for for sex for sexual activity um mm. and so, so so like there's a there's a report that the state department puts out and they they were saying that i think it was in two, in 2020 mm-hmm. like of the the victims that they'd identified like Fifty nine percent, I think, were were through Facebook. Wow! That it that's how they got got involved in being becoming exploited and becoming so, victims. So, so, so one way or another, these these two parties, the interested party and the vendor, mm-hmm. essentially hooked up through Facebook, and then right, right, wow, dude, yeah. yeah. I've heard also that when they when they communicate with each other, I don't know if you've heard this, Arlo, that like they'll they'll have an email account, but to communicate back and forth without it getting tracked, they'll just leave the email in drafts. And so it's, oh, it's never actually yeah. being sent. They know oh, the email wow. back and forth. And so okay. you, they both log into the same, you know, Johnny creepo at gmail.com. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Johnny <laughs> yeah. and, and they, and they're able to like just communicate through drafts oh, and okay. never actually send that. And then, yeah, and then I, Mason and I joke a lot about the dark web, but that <laughs> I, I think that that's a big piece of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was watching some di- like, but like because because you're talking like Facebook, Snapchat, the WhatsApp, like right, those types right. of yeah. Things. Well, I I pulled up some uh, wow. from the just so we're Homeland Security because we can totally trust the government right? <laughs> on some of these yeah, things. Of course. So <laughs> <laughs> so what is human traf human trafficking? Human trafficking involves. The use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. Every year, millions of men, women, and children are trafficked worldwide. Millions, including right here in the United States. Of course, they don't say, and we're the number one consumer. Um, (laughs) It can happen in any community, and victims can be any age, race, gender, or nationality. Traffickers might use violence, manipulation, or false promises of well-paying jobs or romantic relationships to lure victims into trafficking situations. So like, yeah, yeah. So part of me, you know, uh, I can't remember. There was a conversation I was having with um, a therapist, I guess you could say a colleague. And part of it was um, that statistically, if if you have a sex worker, right, which so in other words, like a prostitute or lady of the night or adult yeah <laughs> an adult? no the, you're saying an adult sex Correct. worker consensual that, yeah that yeah. they are also that that they are counted as human trafficking right oh they right are. yeah it, i believe so 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 and in other words that now this was kind of some bold claims because this was from like uh i mean 
it's weird how how places like you you develop something and it seems like how how much more benevolent can it be than to start an organization that is trying to stop human trafficking? Like you hear about it and you're right. like, wow, I didn't know how that existed. And then you have an organization that has sub and then somebody comes along and has to shit on it, right? Yeah. Right. Right. I'm like, what, what can't you just leave well enough alone? Because uh-huh. like so there's a website, and I'm not going to pull it up, but this is a gal who used to be a police officer that now has turned to sex worker. I mean, again, not too far of a cry. Like I said, therapist, a strip club announcer, right? <laughs> okay. So and and um and really started to downplay the statistics as as it wasn't you know significant, mm. and this is a farce and it's a hoax, and people are making too big of a deal out of this. And I'm like. Maybe, maybe when it comes to the adult side, if you're staying statistically, I have a, you know, a a sex worker who's making the decision to, you know, trade money for, you know, sex, sexual activity or whatever. And it's all consensual, quote unquote. But man, when somebody's taken into captivity and especially when they're a child, like kind of poisons the well definition wise, dude, I can't imagine that's consensual at that point. Right. right. And I mean, and, and I don't know, I, I mean, I understand people are making decisions, but at the same time, I'm like, well, under what circumstances would yeah, that make, yeah, start yeah. to make sense? So I'm the, not trying to knock it. No, I'm just right, saying, right. You know, yeah. So there, there's a there's a fascinating documentary um, mm-hmm. on YouTube called Nefarious Merchant of Souls, mm-hmm. and it, basically these these guys go all around the world to different trafficking hotspots, and and they go to to Vegas and they go to Amsterdam to the red light district, and they're interviewing people like shop owners, and they're interviewing prostitutes and and it really it really puts everything in a new light you're like it's it's not completely consensual and the, and they a lot of them want to get out and they what do you see that, like what are they um i'm trying to think a, a lot of it's the just the coercion type oh. type stuff where they're they're I don't know. You just have to watch the show. <laughs> no, I got well, you. In other words, but, we're not talking about like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, there's gradations yeah. of sex work, you know, and, sure. and uh, there are going to be people and, that like at the, like the, the girls at the bunny ranch, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's legal in Nevada. And uh-huh. uh, I mean, I don't, I can't speak to the conditions there, but there was a reality TV show about it. So can't be too horrible. Like, but, but then there's, I, I guess what was it? Nefar- nefarious 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 Nefar- yeah mm-hmm. yeah um maybe making the case that a much bigger percentage of adult prostitutes are there through coercive means yeah and, and I like think maybe strung lot, out on drugs and doped up, up there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, like how they end up there isn't isn't always like yeah, this is what I want to do. <laughs> like it's, oh, it's like, frequently tied to drugs and, and coercion. And then, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they, and then they just, they're made to feel completely worthless and like they can't do anything else. A lot of times I think where, where they just, they think this is all I have. This is all I can do. And, wow. so and like, I've been I, used and abused. And, I mean, and it kind of sounds like you're describing damn. like the duty of a, of a, a pimp, right? Like yeah. I, I want to, get you know this crop of ladies and then i'm going to convince them that they're nothing without me and mm-hmm. they can't do anything without me and and then i kind of prolong that as long as i can you know right, and, right. and then whatever they're earning i take the most of it and i give them just enough to get by and then for whatever reason they psychologically and physically to become dependent on me and then this kind of yeah, continues yeah, yeah. right okay okay but and and would that also be because that that's 
again, I mean, like, I'm not trying to knock it. I mean, I don't know whatever your opinions are on this. You not know, trying like, to knock sex trafficking? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, what <laughs> I'll, I'm I'll go ahead and yeah, knock we'll it. We'll knock it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let Mace be the creep. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is, like, if, so if, I, let's say I was a lady of the night listening to this podcast, which mm-hmm. I assume there's not, but if you are. <laughs> like, and, Our main and demographic. She was, and, <laughs> and, or a man of the night, right? Or, sure. Yeah, um, whatever. Uh, or a non-binary of the night. Okay, <laughs> so now I say to myself, like, no, 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 I dig what I do. I'm not forced. I do this on my own. I don't have a pimp and all, you uh-huh. know, and, and I don't feel coerced and I feel this is, I'm making a decent trade for the, you know, the services and everything. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I just don't. I wouldn't want to knock that, like their personal thoughts right, on that. You right. know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, because I'm sure like, there there are some. I'm sure that like OnlyFans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, right, only, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. OnlyFans. I mean, you're not a, a slave to the. Right. I mean, you can become dependent on that, but right. then uh, you know. <laughs> but there, again, there's gradations <laughs> of it. So I mean, you have like the OnlyFans people that have a lot more autonomy and control over, you know, what they choose to do, and then sure. Yeah, the, I, I just wish I had a better idea of the scope of the problem. And I mean, you were starting to talk yeah. to that a little bit. And I, don't, I don't know. And if, I wish I did too. Like yeah. I, I know so little of what there is to know, and and I'm comfortable in that. Unfortunately, like what do you mean? I mean, I'm naive and I'm ignorant to the, to how big the problem is mm-hmm. and what all it involves. Um, That's like, cool though. That that even like though the we... deeper that you go into learning about it the more disgusting it is and the more like i don't know it's just takes the mor- the morale boost right out from underneath your yeah, feet just yeah, the, yeah damn yeah, this problem's yeah. big yeah it's kind of like that and just seeing like like they'll like there are kids four or five six-year-olds that are that are getting sold for sex oh, which is just it's mind blowing. Yeah. So and these, I, these and aren't I like, don't want to know about it, but it's there. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, so, so you know, I want to do something, but yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm comf- I'm that's comfortable an interesting conflict. In my, <laughs> it's like you like you want to take action naivety. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. no, I, I like uh, no, I like the boundary that you set there for yourself, though, hmm. because I mean, even though you don't know, you know the inner depths of the whole thing that you still want to be able to reach out and help. Right, that, right. That's why like when people start like shitting on people's efforts, I'm like, oh, well, come on. Like, you know, like that newspaper like, article. Oh yeah. 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 I mean like <laughs> they take something cause what were they saying that the money may have been allocated? What like, it, this is with yeah. any charity, like right, people are trying right. to do cool stuff. And then, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, if, if you have a corrupt organization that's uh-huh. like, you know, I don't know. Save the whales, and then they're spending that money on yeah, you know, Lambos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got a problem here, right? Well, I gotta have that Lambo to go save those whales. I mean, um, yeah, but I'm I'm saying on a legitimate, like you're just trying to do good in the world. Oh wow, hey, what's up, computer making noise? <laughs> um, you're just trying to do some good in the world, and people are like crapping all over. Yeah, it just bugs bugs the hell out of me. So I mean, but I like that because um, like. I don't know. You and I have talked about this before. Like when we read heinous stuff these days, you know, and like reports and stuff like that. And we're like not even phased. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. man, am I, am I doomed? <laughs> you, you, but you do hear, I mean, I, I disagree with the approach, but you do hear a lot of like oftentimes officers or even back when we were at the group home staff mm-hmm. say, I don't want to read their pre-sentence investigation report. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. know. You know, I, I have a different opinion on that, but I do know that that's, that's a popular way of approaching things is like, 
I, I need to know enough to make a difference. And so that's going to be a much lower threshold for like a correctional officer than a therapist. Like mm-hmm. we uh, have to know a right, lot to right. make a difference. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you're setting that boundary for yourself. And I mean, you and I have talked off, you know, outside of the podcast realm and you're, you've got a legit interest in, in following up and doing more. I and, do. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So and I know I'm going to see more and it's going to, how are you going to mitigate the, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not sure. Um, does, like does it, I mean, I, more I think, like what, like the, after they catch the guys that they bring I, up the competitive edge and then you got to figure out cool ways to <laughs> destroy them. Pumpkin of pocket. It's 2022. I thought of that. Yeah. But. Instead, of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. instead of pumpkin of pocket, it's just something. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we're going to beat no, them to death. So I don't think this was the original mission. <laughs> yeah. So, so eventually I, I think it would be awesome to be part of a, of an ops team that actually goes out and helps rescue um, rescue people. Oh, wow. Um, probably kind of a step in that direction is mm-hmm. going to help work with law enforcement, um, in, in various places, teaching, teaching jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing that right now. Well, I am doing that, but, yeah. but like even geared more toward, toward human trafficking, like going and helping. So, so there's one, there's one organization all through, uh, Southeast Asia that, that I've talked to one of the guys about going and and teaching jujitsu to local law enforcement in those countries mm-hmm. to help build relationships with the organization that does the the trafficking rescue, um, which they they work with law enforcement to rescue victims and stuff and and just doing something like bringing over an American to teach something to the law enforcement helps build relationships mm-hmm. where they can they can start to build a trust there and then work together on operations and that kind of stuff. Dude, so how, how that's cool. probably something that I will do first. That's where you get your mean? foot in the door. That's, that's kind of my, my foot in the door is what I'm, now, is this, what I'm shooting for. Is there like, I mean, uh, is there like any kind of age limit on something like that? Like I always think about after I watched American sniper and I was like, dude, I'm going to be a Navy SEAL. And I looked yeah. it up and I was too There's old. Like, oh, I'm man. 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, dude, American Sniper came out when I was still my early 30s. Not, too old. Yeah, too old. Bro. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know that there is an age limit. I'm not yeah. sure. So I, I almost think not because a lot of the people that go out as operators mm-hmm. are are retired or, or former, like their former CIA, mm. former SEALs, former special forces, former law enforcement. Dude. I don't know if there's any 70 year olds doing it, but, dude, how but maybe is. I could be the first. Okay. I don't know. There you go. There well, you go. Well, I mean, talk about what, just what you do for OPD. So for, for, uh, OPD, I, I'm their fitness consultant and then I also teach, police department. Right, yeah. right. And then I also teach ground fighting twice, mm-hmm. twice a week. So. That's excellent. Like that's uh, it's it's stuff like that that uh, I think is so important for. Um, I mean, you know, it's kind of a really fun time to be getting down on officers, like not liking them, you know, for the right, work that right. they do. And tis the season. Well, right, 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 right. <laughs> and uh, I mean, whatever your whatever your um, opinion is on that, one thing I'd say is, and you and I have talked about this before. I was like, it, it, most importantly, if you can just train people more, right, on how to use yeah, things, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. That's they're gonna be, you know, and and I think. Uh, is I mean chronically underpaid, you know, for the job that they're doing. Yeah, and I mean I see that in a lot of cases that if you pay people a decent wage and then also you train them effectively, I think we're going to have much better outcomes with some right, of these right. mistakes that are happening or outright abuses of power that are happening. So I mean it's good to hear that there's 
efforts. But I mean, just it's just the idea though of being like Liam Neeson, you know, having that conversation. <laughs> Dude, I've had that daydream so many times, and I've got a set of skills. That, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. I wish I was that cool. Yeah, I, that I, would be pretty. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I, I think like probably. Pretty well, every dude that watched that movie got fired up and was like putting themselves <laughs> in Liam Neeson's right, shoes. Right. Yeah, that. You, so, what would I mean? I, I, maybe if you haven't looked this far ahead, but you know, kind of this outreach to you know these uh, police agencies in other countries to yeah, you know to yeah, teach, yeah. teach ground fighting or or whatever, which would be directly applicable to if you know when when shit goes down, right? You right. know, um, how do you get your foot in the door with that? Uh, I have somebody that has basically hey. told me whenever you're ready, let me Hey, nice. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's a lot yeah. closer to it than I thought. There yeah. you go. Beautiful. Okay. So then we might see you on one of those documentaries then. Oh, I Busting don't know. a door down. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Hopefully like they don't even, hopefully they don't even knock. No, no. I love how blast they, in. How, yeah. How they knock. Can you imagine like if <laughs> search warrant and they're about to bust it in with a battering ram? Like if the dude on the other end's like, hmm, okay, you know, coming in, and then the batteries get drilled. <laughs> yeah, it gets drilled. Well, there was a. This looks like kind of a cool interactive um, page right here. I was going to look at. So it says myth, or is it, then under that it says facts. What's a myth that we ought to look at? All of them? There's only like yeah, five. Years. Sure. So myth: human trafficking does not occur in the United States. It only happens in other countries. Well, let's see if Arlo's right. Fact. Human trafficking exists in every country, including the United States. It exists nationwide in cities, suburbs, and rural towns, and possibly your own community. Dun, dun, dun. Myth. Human trafficking victims are only foreign-born individuals and those who are poor. Human trafficking victims can be of any age. I kind of said that already. Uh, human trafficking is only sex trafficking. This is probably a, a good point because yeah, people... Yeah, right, right. Sex trafficking exists, but is it is not the only type of human trafficking. Forced labor is another type of human trafficking. Both involve exploitation of people. Victims are found in legitimate and illegitimate labor industries, including sweatshops, massage parlors, massage parlors, agriculture, restaurants, hotels, and domestic service. So yep. wait a minute. So massage parlor, I assume these are the ones that have some sort of Happy ending. Happy ending, or or yeah. But uh, well, restaurants. I mean, okay. So let me ask you this though. So statistically, then, if if that's the case, like, could um, could that? So does that? And so I, when I think of, of this in mind, I think of like, I'm a, I'm a general contractor. And I get a and I get a, a gig right that I maybe a bid for or whatever, and then I need to complete it in X amount of time. And so I go down to Home Depot and I see a bunch of dudes, you know, uh-huh. and clearly there's probably illegal immigrants down right, there. Right, right. Hey, you know, and then I take five dudes. And I, I mean, am I now human trafficking at this no, point? No, I don't believe so. Okay, I mean, no, I, I, think, I might pay them. You know, right, I mean, right. Of course, so, it's so like, a lot of times, a lot of times, um, at least in Asia, I know it's a it's a big deal where. Where you'll have the promise of a job mm-hmm. for someone, and they'll they'll cross the border into a different country, and then mm-hmm. whoever is employing them supposedly will take their passport or whatever, and they and they're and then they're stuck, right? Mm-hmm. And then they don't get paid, but they can't go anywhere. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And it's it's that's more, it's tra- more that. Of that kind of thing. That that is that's trafficking. Is that kind of like indentured servitude? 
Is that Maybe. or is that something yeah. different? I don't know. You know, I and, and this, it is a lot. A lot of it's generational too. Where where a, a child they'll send a child away to help pay off somebody else's. Debt. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I it's, think it's that a, is. Yeah, yeah. Do, and this again, this might be one of the myth fact things, but it, have you guys heard? I think it's true that as of right now, there's more people in some form of slavery right. now than any other time in human history. Mm-hmm. I have not the case. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard of that statistic on a, and that's on a, true. I have no clue. Yeah. I just true. heard people I say, mean, it. I, I always get really, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's so weird how things are reported and, and how things come up. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, even when we talk about recidivism and people still think, right. yep. you know what I mean? And, and how things are just conveyed and, and it, sometimes misguided and deliberately misguided. And it's like, well, what are we really talking about here? Right. So, I mean, I've heard that statistic okay. and, and um, to the degree, I mean, I don't know from credible sources, but, but it could be one of those misapplied definitions of a word or right, diff- right, right. Like, you know, so what gives me a really good sense of this is like, okay. Um, when, when you're doing the research and this is one of the, th- this goes back to, do you remember the, um, the research that was done on, on uh, sexual abuse victims in colleges. Yes. So, so there was a there was a um, research that was conducted. That and the methodology, if you look at it, you're like, oh, okay, this is nonsense. So hmm. basically, this came that you may have heard the statistic that 25 um, percent of females attending a four year college will have uh, will have suffered, you know, some form of sexual oh, abuse. Right, right. So one yeah. one in four, right? Which is staggering. That's right, a statistic right. makes its sure. way around. A crazy a statistic. Uh-huh. But the way that it was done was um, they took a number of, you know, however many thousands, you know, uh, yeah. people that were surveyed on this. And what happened was is the the people who were answering this, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, the people who were answering this, the females who were answering this, just basically said this had happened or this had happened. So they'd give them a description of a scenario. For uh-huh. example, you go to a party and get drunk and have sex with a guy. And did this happen or did this not happen? How many times did it happen, right? And the coders, the, the researchers, they right. determined whether or not the activity was sexual abuse. So oh. the, the huh. victims, quote unquote, didn't may not have defined that as sexual right, abuse right. at all. You know, that's just, hmm. well, yeah, I got drunk at a party and this guy got drunk at a party and we went home and yeah, you know, yeah. did whatever and and uh and that was it. But they were they were categorizing what they thought to be okay. sexual abuse, sexual yeah, abuse, and so it right, inflated right. the numbers. Am I getting that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think there was a, a piece to it too, to where they had defined sexual abuse on like if if they had felt like uncomfortable in the moment, or if if they'd I think or regretted it, regretted it after. It after. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. right. So that I mean that that most of my sexual knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that greatly expand, and that that's the thing is like. It's too bad that that happens because, I mean, I think the intention behind pushing statistics like that is to show the gravity of sexual abuse and how much of a problem it is. But when you when when things are misreported or or manipulated that way, I I think it can take away from genuine victims of sexual abuse. That's something that I'll get in trouble for saying. But well, I I don't know if you're getting in trouble for saying that. I'm saying I, I think you're right, like because. To some degree, I mean, a normal person listening to things has a cut the shit meter, and when it reaches its threshold, they stop listening. And and if your objective is, like, I mean, you you could tell me like 
20 kids a year get sold into sex trafficking. And I'd be like, that is tragic. Like, that's horrible. Right. Like, Dude, just right. the, the sheer, like, that that's happening. So we're talking millions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it's to, I mean, it is important to convey this in the correct way, but that's what I'm saying. I, you know, that's why I'd want to know kind of where these things begin and end but so that's let's see individuals must be forced or coerced in commercial sex acts to be victims of human trafficking hmm, that's the myth under u.s federal law any minor under the age of 18 who is induced to perform commercial sex acts is a victim of human trafficking regardless of whether he or she is forced or coerced which yeah, kind of should be well that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense i mean uh, i don't yeah, know that's that's obvious dude 18 18 is not, it's like the most arbitrary age on planet Earth. Yeah. Like yeah. It has nothing right, to right. do with development at yeah. all. Like, you know what it's I mean? It's just high school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, hmm. we this want people, people to graduate high school. High school. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, aside from that, I swear, like 25, that's the that's a good age. It makes sense. If the age of consent is 18, then yeah, yeah of right, course, right. anybody below that that's coerced into it, yeah, that's a victim. What, well, you. <laughs> By legal definition, you can't consent right. at that point. Right, right. Ergo. Yeah, Vic- there we go. Uh, human trafficking and human smuggling are the same. Hmm. Human trafficking is not the same as smuggling. Trafficking is based on exploitation and does not require movement across borders. Oh. Hmm. Smuggling is, is based on movement and involves moving a person across a country's border with that person's consent in violation of immigration laws. Okay, so, so like, like coyotes. Yeah, like a coyote yeah, yeah. getting... Okay. So smuggling, human smuggling is not... And, and and that is consensual, and then also that it's like this person wants to do that for a better life. It's not like, yeah, somebody's right. being human traffic. It's not like, man, I can't wait to right. start being exactly, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Although human smuggling is very different from human trafficking, human smuggling can turn into trafficking if the smuggler uses force, fraud, or coercion to hold people against their will for the purposes of labor, sexual exploitation. Under federal law, even minor. Every minor induced to engage in commercial sex is a victim of human trafficking. Makes sense. And then human trafficking victims will attempt to seek help when in public. Human trafficking is often a hidden crime. Victims may be afraid to come forward and get help. They may be forced or coerced through threats or violence. They may fear retribution from traffickers, including danger to to their families, and they may be in possession of or have control of their identification. Okay, so that was exactly what you were saying earlier. Like they have, so they they come across a border, and then and then they have their passport, they have their yeah. identification, they have, I mean, and they'll say, you know, keep doing this, or we'll kill your family, or something like that. And then right, you're right. Forced in, yeah. And then what do you do? You know what I mean? Man, that's bleak. Well, yeah. Like I mean, just. What do you do? Well, really, really. I mean, like, so somebody throws, like you, okay? Not, not, not some kid. Somebody throws a bag over your head, right? And knocks you out. And you wake up in a foreign country in some, I don't know, under, you know, like you're in a clearly like a concrete room with hardly any lights in there. And they tell you, hey, we kidnapped your wife and all your dogs, right? And we have your identity, we have your ID, we have your passport, you're going to do this work for the mm. next however long a period of time, or we're going to kill them all, and we're never giving you your stuff back. Without, I mean, what do you do? Without this? question, I'm doing it. Well, yeah, what are yeah. you doing at this point? I mean, I, I know I'm you're like a skilled yeah. practitioner of jujitsu, but <laughs> jujitsu wouldn't get me through that. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you're doing it, but it's kind of like, it's almost. Damn, that's horrible. It's kind of like when I was thinking of, uh, you know, uh, not a great example, but it's like, uh, it was dramatically depicted pretty well, like uh, Jesse in Breaking Bad, how he was like forced to make that meth, you know, like right. yeah, that's kind of like its own 
yeah, like turn on it because they were saying, oh, we're going to kill X, Y, and Z and if yeah. you don't do this and mm. just a horrible life. I'd I mean, I don't know how much sympathy pretty well be willing a to drug do manufacturer. And I mean, I'd be pretty well willing to do anything if I yeah, thought yeah. the threat was credible to, to my wife or something. Well, right, because right, right. what are you going to do? I mean, and, and why wouldn't you trust the credible threat? They were able to put a bag over your head yeah. and take you to some foreign place, you know. Well, kind of like that uh, brawling cell block 99 or whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a movie to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, so uh. I think you should maybe talk about your uh, fundraiser. Yeah. And like, okay. Cause I, like, and it, so explain what it is, but explain the mindset behind that because not everybody knows you and how, like – insane you are <laughs> with yeah because right. they don't because i don't think people like you hear fundraiser and people think bake sale or something yes right right, right but your fundraiser yeah, we did was, eat cookies was, oh that's good <laughs> yeah. yeah cookies are good yeah 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 so so it all started last year um where i had seen i had seen different people doing fundraisers for operation underground railroad where they were they were doing a challenge like um, like the Iron Cowboy, James mm-hmm. Lawrence, that I told you about, he did, um, he'd done, initially he did 50 triathlons in 50 states in 50 days, <laughs> Ironman distance triathlons. Yeah. And, and it's, it blows my mind that that was even possible. Well, yeah. well last year or this year, I mean, he did it a hundred in a row, what? um, on the same course, but a hundred Ironman triathlons in a row. And he did it as a fundraiser for for Operation Underground Railroad, and I'd seen some other ones too, where people are taking these these crazy challenges and saying, "This is what I'm going to do, and I'd like you to donate towards Operation Underground Railroad," mm-hmm. um, and that's that's why I'm doing this. And so I had a I had a goal to pull my truck for ten miles. And what kind of truck um, do you have? It's a Toyota Tundra. Oh, so, so, so not it's not a, not a huge truck, but but it's not a Subaru <laughs> Brat. Uh, no, no, okay, no, no, okay. no. So, so I had, <laughs> see how ugly those things are. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a goal. I had a goal anyway to pull my truck for 10 miles and, and I saw these other people explain say, pull, pull. So you yeah. put a harness on yeah. with a toe strap and just start walking. Okay, um, <laughs> make, make sure it's in neutral. Obviously. That's the next challenge, dude. Got to do awesome. Park. Right, right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so I had seen these other people doing challenges as a fundraiser, and I'm like, well, that's what I want to do. I want to make it bigger than myself. Like, this isn't just about me trying to accomplish something. I want to to actually try and raise some money and, mm-hmm. and do some good with it as well. Um, and so so last year I did that. I set up a page um, on the Operation Underground Railroad site, a fundraising page. Mm-hmm. And, and I think anybody can do that. They have a fundraiser tab that you can go to, and you can set up an event to try and raise money. And then you just forward the link to people and say, this is what I'm doing. So, so my goal was to, to raise, um, a thousand dollars a mile to try and raise $10,000. So, so I got people that to say, yeah, I'll contribute to this to try and try and raise a thousand dollars a mile. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I, look then up, I pulled for, what do you have a video of yourself pulling this? <clears throat> oh, is it on YouTube or anything? It's probably on Facebook, right? Oh, here we go. Is this it? No, that's drill. Oh, you know what? That's my. So go to battle tested. The battle battle. No, on YouTube there's a there's a battle tested channel. Oh, hey, there we go. And that's that's where all my videos are at now. Don't do this. Dismiss. Stop. Okay. Anyway, nice anyway, yeah. so yeah. I'll, I'll I mean, keep talking. We may stumble his way through the tech. Yeah, yeah. 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 For a second. Yeah. All right. yeah. 
um, an expert. Yeah, so so the channel is battle tested. Okay. Or, or battle tested book, maybe. I'm not sure. Battle tested book. That's probably it. There, booge. Okay, let's go. It's available in fine bookstores now. This guy right here, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And yeah, so on. there's probably ten mile truck pull. That. All right. Yeah. Here, let me. Uh, there's a there's some over there. Let's take a let's take a look. Anyway, at it. so it went really well. There it is. Yeah. So that was last year, me me pulling my my truck across okay. the salt flats. Wow. That's so scenic. Too. It was beautiful, and this year it was even crazier because of the the rain. Everything reflected. That Dude, was we gotta get a picture of that up. Yeah, on here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it looks yeah. so cool. Ten thousand dollars you raised last year. Huh? Yeah, so wow. we, we ended up. About how much do I want to try and raise? Um, the first thing that came to mind is like five thousand, and that's probably going to be a stretch. Like, I would be so happy if I could raise five thousand. So, having that number in my head. I signed up to raise 10000 and and I'm like, I think we can do it. Like, 5000 seemed like a stretch, but we can probably do 10000 So those of you that know me know I'm, I'm optimistic a lot of times. Well, all the time. Okay. Not me. Always optimistic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> 10000 seemed really far out there, which is exactly why I set that for my goal. Yeah, so this this was kind of the lead up video no to this year. Yeah. Uh, yes, ten thousand one fifty. Oh, nice. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, that is so that cool, is so dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so that awesome. was twenty twenty. So so that was twenty twenty, and it, it went so well that that we're like, well, I wonder. I ha- I had some support people that were there with me all the time, and and talking with them afterwards, we're like, well, what can we do to make it bigger? Like, how can we get more people involved? Well, first off, how was that? I was pulling a truck 10 miles. So honestly, it was better than I thought. Okay. Um, yeah. There's that optimism. I mean, it was, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I expected it to suck, and I expected to get to a point where I just, I didn't want to go anymore. And I, I was going to. Like, I wasn't going to stop. I knew that going into it, that regardless of how long it took, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I expected to reach a point where I was seriously questioning myself. And I never really hit that point. Mm. So, I mean, oh, it was wow. good. Around mile six, I, start, I started to get nauseous. Um, and then that went away, and I was good again. So Yeah, that's way cool. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah and that's yeah. a big... So, it, it, so, so you guys... But you, but no, not only did you... You scaled it up in terms of the number of people doing this, because this was just you right, pulling it, right? right? You also scaled up the, the type of vehicle <laughs> that, you, that you pulled, just, right? Just for our team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what we decided to do this year is is to put together... Uh, our goal was six teams of five people, so 30 mm-hmm. people trying to raise money instead of just me. And we had six teams. and Not so, all the five people, right? Like in your guys' team, so wasn't there some asshole that dropped out? There last was. Second? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take my kid to a show. Come on. <laughs> and you, you did, out to your credit, you did ask if coming for two hours would be... And, uh, worth it. Right, right, and right, right. I'd like to just point out that I told him yes. And yeah. Jeff yeah, and I told, told him no. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so Jeff told me no, and 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 I and I did a week prior uh, finish a half Ironman. So I was just that that's but I was in good shape though. I was right, ready. Right. I was ready to rock and roll. No injuries. I was ready to go. But yeah, it was uh, uh, not pleasant. So yeah. Yeah, and when I got my third shot for my COVID vaccine, I was fine. After right, that. right, and my second one too, yeah. Jeff. Just so no, yeah. no big deal. Get off your phone, loser. No, I'm sending you a picture. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, Arlo, okay, keep okay. telling yeah. that. Okay, so 
So we decided to put together teams, and the idea was that each team would pull a truck 10 miles. Mm -hmm. um, so a team of five, everybody would pull two miles. Mm -hmm. And there was one team that all pulled together the whole time, pulled and pushed, and they got done really fast. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but you guys, um, no, you're, but your team. We, yeah. we all pulled at once, too, but we, we pulled an RV. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and it was awesome. How, how well. slow was that sucker moving when you guys were going? Uh, like, I don't know. Probably it was probably pretty one slow. One mile per hour. Was it one mile per hour? It took us. It took us almost thirteen hours, yeah. but that was with brakes. Holy so. moly! Yeah. It was. See, I was really optimistic going into this because I was like, "Oh, we're talking about pickup trucks." Oh right, I didn't tell. And I was thinking, I was like, last minute. I know. We I was thinking to myself, "I'm like, okay, well, I can get out there, and I had to go. You know, I got a couple couple hours drive back, and I was like." Well, you know, walking slowly is like, so a normal pace about three miles an hour. Yeah, right, right. Slow, two miles an hour. So uh -huh. I was like, okay, I mean, 10 miles, I can pull up for two miles you for know, sure, pretty for quickly. Sure. And then I was like, then when I heard 13, I was like, oh my God. Like, that's, <laughs> that is, yeah. It was, it was something else. Uh, I, like, I, oh, here's some good pictures. Uh, I'll quit. Mess with my phone. When you, <laughs> like, send, you, when you send those to me, do you think they just fly up into the screen? You got your email, right? Do you know how technology works? You got your email, right? <laughs> I gotta pull it up, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Do you know how that technology works, bro? Did you send them to me? Not yet. No. I, I was searching Dude, for them. All that time. Yeah. yeah. Don't turn this around on me. You're the one that doesn't know how to email. So. Yeah. He's looking through all his uh, all his illicit pictures on his and then he goes back to who cares I've at this point? Send it. It's a big RV. You want me to show a picture of an RV, a stock image of an RV? Yes. Okay. No, that's no, what no, we'll no. Do. It's better. It's better if he sees the real thing. Now, see, here's now. Look, I'm going to give you a challenge though. Yeah. Is is next time if here's what here's what would be the cool challenge is like, you cross that that line, but and then the big open, you open the doors, and there's freed victims of like oh, of human yeah, trafficking yeah. to come out <laughs> and run into the salt flats. That sounds pretty amazing. Right? How cool yeah, would that be? I'd like to see you arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> you set it up and I'll yeah, do it. Yeah. I was just passed out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, no, that's 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 definitely, uh, yeah, like you guys upped the game quite a bit. Did, so uh, how did how the donations go this year then? The donations went pretty well. We ended up with $14,240. Nice. Yeah. So. Ogden Police Department came. Yeah. They did, yeah, and that was awesome. Here, we'll just hold up a little picture to the camera. <laughs> oh, there we go, right there. Look at that thing. Okay, that's, that's a good picture. That's a not small RV either. And there's, there's a front view. Oh man, was it cold <laughs> out there? No, the first couple hours it was windy. With a, I mean, and, a hoodie, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you get pulling it within right, like right. ten minutes you, of pulling it, you're fine. You warm, you warm right up. When yeah, you're pulling yeah, an yeah. RV. I'll bet. Dude, I'd never been out to the salt flats. <laughs> oh, really? And that was my first time out there. Okay, and, dude. Well, so you've it, been to Wendover, right? Yeah, but it doesn't count. Like it, it was, it was raining, and so like the the rain doesn't absorb. It just kind of stays on top, like a like a half inch sheen of water over the top of the salt flats. And the the picture that he held up didn't quite do it justice, but it, it, it looks like we're pulling an rv across a lake walking on water it's oh that's dopest cool. picture. it was wild yeah your feet get wet then yeah oh yes. f that yeah, yeah. and glad. salty <laughs> wet and salty this that's where i draw the line dude wet feet no <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't have done so well yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's probably good you didn't iron man schmiron man yeah that's true that's true so how uh, did you like 
How did you stumble across this in the first place? Like, I mean, uh, Operation Underground yeah, Railroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd heard of them. Like, I, like they started locally here. Oh, in you, Utah, so you just saw so. an advertisement. And, they and honestly, that's and why up. that's why I chose the organization because mm-hmm. I was familiar with it. I'd seen things, and I knew people here in Utah were familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, that's the one I should probably use because hopefully that's the one that people will be willing to donate money to because they've heard of it. So. Yeah, yeah. This is one. <laughs> So if I go here, I just click on join the fight, and this is where you can figure out how to uh, donate, volunteer, host an event. This is apparently what you did right here. Uh, probably, right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then you just kind of go from there, huh? Oh, there we go. Project request. Okay. Cool. And then you take it from there, I suppose. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. And then also they can do... We have partnerships, events, and media. Here's one thing I was looking at, though, here. Look at this event archive here. Like, look how many things that they've they've been like, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, there have been a lot of them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's good that there's there's efforts to kind of you right, know, right. do this, whatever. And I, th- and I think they've done a fantastic job of of letting people know, like making people more aware <laughs> of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, they're always they're always doing doing things to raise awareness. They offer online, um, like an on, online training of of signs of trafficking mm-hmm. to help people identify. Dude, like that that's been kind of the crazy thing is considering what Mason and I do for a living. You know, we've been working with you know sexual abuse perpetrators, right, right. Uh, both at the juvenile and adult level, for decades almost. And I had no idea the scope hmm. of it. And it's it's weird to me, and I, yeah. I'm not implying anything, but it's weird to me that we don't see more of this problem covered on like you know mainstream media outlets right, and stuff. Right. I don't get that. Yeah, I, this is yeah, like yeah. Th- these are huge stories. For you know, sure. like Alec, Alec Baldwin issues, notwithstanding, like there's like there's bigger fish to fry, and you yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah. things that have genuine impact. I don't know. It's it's. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Other than I don't just disagree, to say that, but that is crazy. It, it, it that is. Alec so, Baldwin shot somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. But no, it is. It is. It is nuts, though. That it 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 even like when you when you hear about it, you know. And again, people watch uh, like a movie. I think honestly, like. I think watching Taken, you know, I was like, uh, oh, okay. I, this seems like a novel concept. Right, you know? right, right. But novel. I was like, wait a minute. This is legit? This like yeah, this happens yeah, yeah. on a, you know, a semi-routine basis? And it's uh-huh. like, I, it, it seems like how how could you even accomplish that in this day and age? You know what I mean? Yeah, right, 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 right. And, for sure. And, so, sorry. I was just no, going to say that You're the good. crazy thing, the, the thing that blows my mind the most is children – trying to remember the statistic children i can't remember if it's under 10 mm-hmm. children under 10 are also trafficked in 76 percent of the time under 10 yes 76 percent of the time it's by their own family oh, wow which what? is just nuts and so that's that's something that it goes into them from like we, third world countries trying yes. to make money well yeah 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 um but the the documentary I was talking about earlier, Nefarious, it, they visit different countries where, where this is happening. And a lot of time, like the mother was trafficked as a child and the child grows up knowing this is what I'm going to do. Oh, damn. 
and it's their own family that sells them. And they, and they, they even go into it optimistically, like wanting to help their family and, and wanting to be more appealing so that they can help their family more. Wow. Um, mm. And then they, they also, they, so that was like Southeast Asia that it's 76% about of children under 10 are, are put into are it by their, by their family. Yep. Or by, by, by a relative or, and that's shocking. And it's, it just, it's mortifying. Like having kids of my own, I just, can you imagine? It blows my mind. I can't, I can't even fathom it. Dude. Can you imagine? Like, even if things were super desperate and bleak, you know, competitive edge fitness goes underground, you know, no one wants to work out anymore. So you can't get a side hustle going. There's no, there's no work for you. Like, Mm -hmm. Everybody just turns into those Wally dudes. Yeah, everybody turns into the Wally yeah. robot. Yeah, do it. It's it. I mean, I can just say this: knowing you and well, both of you guys, like I, I know neither of you. Like it's it's not even on the radar as like right, an right. option. It's it's seventy six percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and so is... the, they're another thing they talk about in Nefarious is they they're down in in us in Central or South America. I can't remember exactly where. Um. Anyway, where it shows this video of these guys, these, these adult guys sitting around drinking beer, laughing and talking. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they said, this, this is what they do every day. He said, there's this, this false narrative that, that people will traffic family members because they're so desperate and because they're so poor and because they need money. And he, and they said, that's not always the case. Like here, these guys are trafficking their family, mm-hmm. their, their daughters, so that they can be lazy. They don't have to work. They sit around and drink what? beer with their friends all day. Oh, my hell. Yeah. That's even like, that's way worse. It's, even, like, it's yes, way worse. Yeah. 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 I mean. You would think, too. And I, w- I was. I Where is like, a, a, uh, I heard a, a statistic here, too. Um, well, this wasn't a statistic. This was uh, the. So, you know, the, the drunkest, the drunkest state in our country that drinks the most alcohol and has the most, what do you think it is? Wisconsin. Totally. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it's North Dakota. Right? Yeah. All these cold and why places. is this? Really? Huh? Why is that? I don't know. I mean. What else are you going to do? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cause it, but then, you know, the least drunk, Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by far and away. That does not but surprise me. look at this this website, National uh, Human Trafficking Hotline, and you can view stats by state. So I looked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I looked up Utah, and um, so look at this, dude. Uh, 90 at? human trafficking cases reported this year. To, this is in 2019. Oh. Uh, victims and survivors identified 23 high indicators. I don't know what indicators What's are. What's a though. contact? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But look at this, though. So, um, types of trafficking, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, trafficking type, not but sex and labor. Holy cow. Health and beauty services. What? This is in Utah. This is in Utah. I've, I've, I've heard that Utah is kind of a hot spot because of the, the freeways that go through like up from Mexico. Like really? I-15? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, I-15 is yeah. a yeah. big deal. Yeah. And then, and then for, you have, for then like you have people. I-80 going the opposite way and just like, there's a lot of. A hot spot Everything house. crosses uh, over. Well, it's like, like it's a big, a big. So this is like happening around yes. us. Yes, that's the, that's yeah, the yeah. weird part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so yeah. uh, health and beauty services. That sounds naive. Hospitality, to say, domestic damn. work, agriculture, retail, and illicit massage spa businesses. 18, 18 victims in illicit in Utah. Hmm. What? 
pornography. Like, dude, that we I swear I swear we have the most milk toast state on the planet. You think? And this milk stuff is happening. Well, I, guess, I guess we don't know how it stacks up to other states, though. Okay, well, let's right, look right, at Wisconsin then, because I'll. But Wisconsin's cold, man. Nobody goes there. Let's go. Uh, oh, this is West. Go Virginia. Texas. Go Texas. Okay. Well, I just clicked on West Virginia. On that. I think Te- I think Texas Houston. Is probably a lot well, no, too because yeah, I think it's close Houston. To the border. Let's yep. look at and Wisconsin. It's, it's close the to the border, and there's port towns. Wisconsin sucks, yeah. man. Oh, they're they're like on par with with. Uh, oh, they don't even give good data here. Look, it's because so they're all drunk, bro. One, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go to Texas. Texas, okay. Why Texas, dude? You hating? Yeah, they they're by the border, and they also have Whoa. a port town in Houston. Whoa! Right. Whoa! Dang! Look at wow. that. Saying residence based commercial sex, holy cow! Hotel, oh, top venues, industry for sex. They have a whole wow, look at that. What, what is the total case reported? Uh, 1080. 1080. That's just per the per 2019 this year, yeah. To 2,720 contacts this year. So, I, I assume that's something. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it, bro, what this is, is what you and I do for a living, kind of. What does you know? California look like? That's got to be bad. Oh, yeah. They're, mm. Yeah, they're worse. 15 hundo. Holy cow. Look at this, though. So if you look at um, <clears throat> mostly females, but look, it's more adults than it is minors, though. Uh-huh. Wow. Really? I mean... You, is, is that defi- is that specific to sex slavery or is that also like uh, I don't labor? Know. This is saying the number oh. out of the number of cases, nine hundred and thirty nine were adults and three hundred and ten were minors. Huh. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Top, uh, let's see. Top ways the hotline was found: internet. So, breakdown of requests on human trafficking cases. Top contact types: victims of trafficking, community members, other, NGO representative. Wow, it feels like I should be keeping my eyes open or something. Like, what yeah, do you look? Yeah. For? What do you look for? Well, yeah, so, that's, so that's what the yeah. on Operation Underground Railroad they have a, a free training course that's all about what to look for. Really, and so a lot of it is is like with with your kids on social media and stuff, looking for for kids getting groomed. Oh, as if they there we go. Yeah, so being aware what they're what they're what they're doing on social media. Um, if they start talking about new, like these new, a new boyfriend or something like that, or if they're, if they suddenly have new, new, nice things that they don't, they don't have an explanation for, like that's probably good for all parents to watch or something that you don't know where it came from. Dude, this is, um, this is, uh, um, all parents probably watch that job opportunities, like all the the modeling contract, contract, that kind of stuff. So O-U-R rescue.org slash training. Yeah. So if you go, um, Oh, did you go to yep. to training? Yeah. Okay. And you just sign in here. And yeah, then you... yeah. And so it it takes less than an hour. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's really insightful. Like, it, dude, it's this was like you know I, I'm not saying this was this is what was happening, but when when I was on the um when I was on the the cheer team. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> it's all right, sweetheart. I was, on the cheer, <laughs> I was on the cheer team at uh, at um, at Weber State. There was a, a group of dudes there. There was this guy 
um, that used to, and not, again, it just has always struck me as weird, but mm. that you're bringing this up. Like I didn't even think about that. And uh-huh. I assume this is not what was happening, but he was an older gentleman. Right. And, uh, he, I assume had means, you know, because he would come to our events and come to our practices. Mm. And then th- there was a group of like four or five of these guys that he uh-huh. would buy nice things for it. I'm not really? talking. Yeah. Clothes, phones, four wheelers. Like I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. like, yeah. 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 And then, and then I was like, what's going on? I always thought what's going on there. Yeah, and I didn't trouble yeah. myself with it too much, but like, and I wonder if that's, you know, part of this whole right, grooming right. strategy and stuff like that. But like, and it was targeted at adults. These weren't kids. You were grown ass men. Right. You know what I mean? Huh. I mean, they're still, we were all kids, but right, you know, right. those are just, and not again, I, I mean, are men trafficked? Well, yeah, there was a different age. Dude, do I got to go over this again? Yes. Especially, go go especially back to it, later, but I think also for sex, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, and it goes through. I guess, yeah, I mean, yeah, I bet especially with, like, pedophile types with, like, little boys. Yeah. I, I'm thinking, like, yeah, yeah. adult men, I would think is, maybe I'm wrong, but I would think adult men wouldn't be all that common for sex slavery. Right, but Again, right. maybe that's, like, one of those myth fact things. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well. To a was, lesser extent than... Than minors for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, well, and adult women, but yeah. Well, and on this too, it looks like just so if I, I mean, if I just go to their their normal website, just it's o u r our rescue all one word dot org, and then you can kind of pretty much find everything from there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donate kind of everything. Yeah, and then um, it's a dope logo. Yeah, yeah. Well, where to? So other, I I didn't know this either, Jeff. Well, I knew this, but I just wanted to make sure we plug old Arlo's. If you guys have not purchased this book, by the way, <laughs> this is battle tested. How to train like your life depends on it. In case you know somebody is trying to groom you and sex traffic you, you can <laughs> yeah. defend yourself yeah, right, right. to the death. That's what inspired Arlo to write it. Actually. Purchasing yeah. this this, <laughs> this book. So, and then uh, where else can people find you, Arlo? So if they want to contact you and contribute or donate, or if they want to be pulling the next, uh, I assume those Kennecott dump trucks. Oh, nice. Their wheels yeah. are as big as a house. Dude, he's going to do it now. Yeah. It just will. You got to, they start one of those tires at the top of a hill and you got to stop it as it's coming. Yeah. Just wrecks you. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I am on Instagram. Just look up Arlo Gagestein, and then you can reach you out to me. Spell that last there. name, bro. Okay, Gagestein. <laughs> I'll, I'll spell the first name too. A R L O. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gagestein is G A G E S T E I N. Nice. And so Instagram, Facebook, you can reach out to me on either of those. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get, yeah. ripped, and then, then we you can actually go to competitive edge fitness for right? sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then I also, I also have a new website that should be up tomorrow oh. for, oh. and it's art of lift jitsu. Yeah, dot, buddy. Dot nice. com. You turn so, it into a website. Yeah. So, so, art of lift jitsu. so right now we have several products, um, that will be available on there, my books and then one other, and then we're adding other products and then coaching as well. We'll have a, like a coaching course. Give the 32nd version of your books, the 32nd version of my books. Yeah. The first one is all core conditioning or core strengthening exercises. A lot of weird stuff that most people don't think of when, when they, uh, think core conditioning, um, get some like really attractive models in the oh, book for sure. Yeah. yeah. There was this ginger though. So it's a photo book, yeah. uh, with attractive models mm-hmm. doing 
untraditional core exercises. And then battle tested is kind of my, it's 306 pages of my training philosophy essentially. And I geared it toward, toward, uh, toward military law enforcement and fighters, but really it's how I train everybody. So, (laughs) um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of thought went into that book. Yes. There's a lot of it's it's a well thought out. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful book. The you know, pictures look great. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jeff has we, some disgusting we offered him a modeling contract. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to plug myself. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how cool I am, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, man. Well, we'll have to do this again. So uh, yeah, absolutely. you know what? Next time I think that you have an event coming up, we'll have to plug that and promote right. it quite a bit and then okay. get some more numbers out oh, there. That'd be great. And then we'll, yeah, and then obviously I could do, we could probably do some more research on this and yeah, even, yeah, talk to some people who might know more about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel so out of, like I should know more about this. And I I am too, like I, I don't want to come on here and act like I know all about it because I have so much to learn. Yeah. But but what I've learned, it just blows my mind and, and. And I'm I'm committed to to trying to do something about it. It's so. awesome. It's awesome, man. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. So, thanks for having yeah. me on. Okay. We'll see you next time. Uh, and thanks for listening to the Gorilla Social Work Podcast with your hosts Jeff Moore and Mace Warren. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all things related to forensic psychotherapy. As always, you can head over to utahsbesttherapy.com to check out our program and check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and wherever you prefer to get your listener fix. Please share this episode with your family and friends, and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating, which really helps us out. You guys are awesome. We'd like to stay in chat longer, but we're lying. Good night.